I V M. Chums, destiny has brought us together once again for the Geek Fruit Podcast. Yay! I greetings, to make any of those sounds. <laughs> well, greetings, you nerds. Uh, the person making the sounds was Joshua Thomas, a special guest on today's episode. So, welcome to the Geek Fruit Podcast, to Josh. Hey. And to you, dear listener, and to a couple more people. Uh, first off, Naveen. Hi. Producer, par extraordinaire, stand-up comic, and Siddhant. Pretty much a normal dude. I'm just here now. As yeah. am I, just here. I, mean, I think at this point we are uh, we've moved away from being the stars of our own podcast. I mean, I, I'm, getting, I'm an auxiliary member at best. We're all know? auxiliary members. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like uh, like Spider-Man in the in the on the Avengers roster. We, when everyone's gone, they we're call on the me bench in. idly. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah pretty much the reserve the reserve group. Perhaps we're much like the tick in the tick, where where in the title. But we're not necessarily at the forefront. Oh, what ju- are we jumping right in? Are we jumping? Now we're jumping this is, right this in. Is like, this. So, so like uh, in WWE so, when the two wrestlers in the ring, but one guy just jumps out of the crowd and hits everyone with a bat or something, <laughs> and everyone loses their mind. With a metal folding chair. This has always astonished me metal about WWE. Yeah. Why do you have metal folding chairs? You're WWE. You can afford better chairs. Dude, it's all about being practical. That you was should the part never of the lose that. aesthetics that kind of stuff. Yeah, you should yeah. Have, never lose your your practical roots. I feel know, like if you are. did WWE in India, the equivalent would be like those thick plastic. Neil Kamal chairs, yeah, yeah like whack, <laughs> whack him with a Neil Kamal. The guy is not recovering from that. Those chairs are sturdy. Yep. Neil Kamal, give us money, please. <laughs> anyway, today we are talking about the Tick, which is a long-running um, superhero franchise of sorts. It was uh, created by Ben Edlund in the early nineties, uh, late eighties. As a parody of sorts uh, of superheroes, not of sorts, like an no, outright parody, parody of superheroes. It's quite a parody. And it was almost yeah. the perfect moment for something like that because I feel like the early 90s were a very self-important, self-serious that, time in comics. And yeah. that's what's important to understand because I think right now we are so used to spoofs and parodies and, yeah. and self-reflection and referencing things all the time because that's how things work now. Hmm. But in the 90s, not many people were doing that. Like, yeah. There were parodies, yes. But they weren't focused in this manner, like I think how this especially is. in that brief little window. Like this yeah. is a, remember this is a pre-Batman and Robin world. Exactly. Mm. I mean, and this is, so Deadpool still exists ish at this point, but yeah. is not anywhere near the Deadpool you know. Yeah. So you know this tells you exactly how old the Tick is in its well in its inception, and frankly, it's gone through so many different people and so many different takes that the one we're at now has. Almost no expectation. It's a very, very strange, yeah. strange character on a strange franchise. Well, so it existed as a comic strip at first, became a series of comic books. Then it was an animated series. Then it was a sitcomish TV show, and uh, now it's it's almost like a cable drama. It's on Amazon, but yeah. uh, it's been created in. Uh, it's, more a, it's a cable drama for people with ADHD, I think. Pretty much. It's uh, the, the fastest arc I've ever seen f- unfold and finish. Yeah. yeah. On any form of television. <laughs> I feel like they. 
it felt like a it, half season it felt like a web no, series there are four more episodes coming out though in yes. november yeah yeah so, i'm fine with that but yeah. the point is if it ended here also no one would know yeah. or be the wiser mm-hmm. i had like a nice uh, feeling ki hi this was good enough was, yeah. for example i started this as a weekend binge yeah. so like how you plan yeah. a weekend wow. and, and then the take all all evening <laughs> the, the yeah, and friday yeah. night i started and it was done by saturday morning which was like at 1am on saturday morning yeah. i'm like shit i still have to like oh that's what you meant by saturday morning i i thought like how did he take like more no, than 2 no, no. hours on this because like, it's this literally 2 hours long <laughs> friday yeah. 10pm yeah. to saturday 1am yeah, and exactly. the show was over this is 6 episodes of less than 30 minutes which yeah. in I mean, after binging through the Marvel shows and stuff, this is like Nothing. it's like when a marathon runner suddenly kind of ha- just has to like jog 200 meters down the road. You're like, oh, I'm done already. Yeah. This is easy. Yeah, well. Josh, you went in with knowledge of the tick beforehand. I went in only seeing an interview on Stephen Colbert, and I had no idea. I mean, about the previous iterations of the character and all that. I just went straight into it and. I really I didn't enjoy it that much. No? Because so what were you expecting when you started watching? I was ex- so it was definitely funny. I enjoyed like the humor of it and all, but none of the characters were like super endearing, you know. Or no. like we spend That's actually exactly the problem with it, but we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. I think we should also talk about why this happened to people who who watched some of the earlier things. Hmm. And here's the key point about the tick okay it started out really as satire or spoofy whatever the hell but it's always been a kids comic hmm. and the first tv show animated show was a kids show yeah. like it would come after the x men on saturday morning like you could watch it it was we didn't even know we had no idea about any of this stuff like i was like 9 when i watched this show hmm. and i got that they were making fun of other people and that the what was happening on screen wasn't exactly important because You had uh and I'm assuming all of you guys know Patrick Warburton here. Yeah. He is the tick. He is he's, he's, he's literally the embodiment, embodiment of the tick yeah. pretty much because yes. that's his his voice sort of is what defines him and as a And the frame I think anybody and, who plays yeah. the tick has to be the yeah. right big, frame yeah. Big huge kind yeah. of dude. Yeah. And they're all and he has to have like amazing command over this booming personality if you yeah. will, you know. The character itself is just some kind of catchphrase machine. Hmm. And doesn't he doesn't the tick never had a character or a motivation or a storyline or anything you literally have to act the life out of it yeah so anytime the tick is on screen you just it it's just watching a, a sugar rush happen you know it's just there's there's no need for any of this but he's doing it he's going to say all these long-winded extremely long catchphrases and you're going to laugh because everything's happening around him he's still not noticed yet and it carries over so this really too smart to be a kids show yeah is played by this guy who's who clearly has found his niche way too early mm. and then now the rest of his career has kind of played out that way and uh, you had him he was also in the anime he was in the live action uh, yes uh, version of it as well yeah. i didn't see any again, of that perfect i But actually no, his costume the... was that the worst actually on that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because it showed the entire face because just like a big covering up of the yeah. sides yeah yeah and only the face visible and yeah. but then like the live action uh, the 90s was it 90s i think late 90s and, and late and 90s they never moved series. actually and yeah. they never moved yeah but they, it was like it was the most sitcomy version of the thing possible like patrick warburton rose to fame initially on seinfeld as yeah. the party 
party. Yeah. And this was it was basically a superhero Seinfeld. Yeah. There was a villain of the week kind of thing. I saw more of that than I did of the cartoon. Okay. I didn't know the cartoon existed, and I didn't know it was Patrick Warburton doing it. Yeah. So I actually like went and looked up some clips in preparation for this episode from the uh, cartoon, and I get what you're saying where it's a kids show, but it feels to me like one of those like very self-aware kids shows where yeah, it's, it's yeah. made in yeah. the all right kind of camp, but also like has this whole yeah. Air about it. Like I found it hilarious watching. Right, like right now. Yeah, it, yeah. And uh, there's this amazing section where the villain was apparently the world's most comfortable chair, <laughs> where <laughs> the tick sits down in the chair and he's like, "Oh, this chair is too comfortable. I can't superhero anymore." <laughs> Which is just a genius idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, in India, all the kids would get like Fox uh, Kids. There was a mm. thing. This would come on Star Plus. So that was where we first got to see the tick. And as a kid, I would never understand what's happening because obviously we, we but again after X Men, right? So like, yeah. we'd watch all. All these superheroes doing all these crazy ass stuff, killing villains and everything. And this guy is like roaming around the streets with Arthur and having long wide conversations about random shit. And like the whole thing where he has to superhero land and he falls down a building and he's like, I'm gonna hold this uh, American flag and I'm gonna land safely. And then takes the flagpole along with him and crashes <laughs> on the ground. And that was quite funny. Like the whole the idea about uh, the take being just doing nothing. Mm. It doesn't even like he does not even come to anybody's beck and call, but he's always around, like you know, for for someone who needs him, for Arthur. Or even if they don't need him. Yeah, he was just like he's, he's just there. there. He's, just, he's there. just always there. So it's just it's hilarious to watch him on screen, and I think yeah. they did a very fair uh, transition from the from the books and the cartoon to the current version, uh, yeah. which is on Amazon Prime. It is not a, a great second time watch, uh, if you ask me. It's like you you watch it and you you move on with your life, hmm. but it still like gives you this weird joy internally because they have some cool characters as well. I think. Yeah. I have a correction to make. So the Tick animated version was another guy. Uh-huh. His it name is Patrick. Townsend Coleman, but Pat. But I remember Patrick Warburton has voiced him animated in later things really? that have like sort of just referenced Patrick, call back Patrick Warburton. Again, I think this thing. is because Patrick Warburton literally is the tick. Because yeah, <laughs> because it showed up. I think he did it on Robot Chicken as well. Ah, like he okay. had like a random tick sketch where you know if you've seen Robot <laughs> that Chicken, that's like yeah. double parody. Yeah, sort of, that's, like, but that's so classic. Like yeah. it's exactly what you'd expect out of Patrick Warburton and and the guys around. Robot chicken, the ticket. I know that this has followed him around because I've mm. seen whatever whatever shows that employ Patrick Warburton and all. They have him pegged as the tick first, and this and you know as a character actor, one or two things follow you around yeah. your whole life, and this is definitely one of those for him. This though, it might be a chicken neck situation. I actually think Patrick Warburton is just like that in real life all the time. Yeah, that's the guy. Maybe, maybe, and that's that's the problem that faces. Uh, <laughs> That faces Serafinovich right now yeah. because he kind of has that Patrick Warburton esque reputation right now. He's the voice guy, the English mm, voice yeah. guy who does all the stuff. Have you seen the sassy Trump videos? No. Oh man, it's one of the best things on YouTube. His impersonation so, is pretty spot on. So what he does is he takes Donald Trump's speeches and he redoes them word for word, and ADR dubs them, but with a slightly. A gay affectation, like a <laughs> sassy affectation, if you will, and it's so funny. It's so funny. It sounds like a brilliant idea. It is. It's really good. You can look that up. It's called sassy. It's like sassy Trump says or sassy Trump speech about this or whatever. So he literally takes the same speech, same words, and just redoes it. This like he an, just dubs over Trump. This is an interesting point, uh, considering Serafinovich is doing that because. What place does the tick have today when we have so many parodies and like the leader of the free world is literally 
pretty much the tick. He's a pompous, <laughs> like yeah. self-important guy. <laughs> in, a, in, a off, in a different direction. In a different direction. Like maybe an evil version of him. So this is where we find ourselves. The tick is a character with quite a legacy behind it. It's beloved, especially by people who saw it like uh, yeah. when they were kids. And the live action version was, uh, aside from like making Patrick Warburton like the tick, it was... Uh, loved by many people just because it was such an irreverent weird show yeah, at yeah. a time when there wasn't enough of that and another interesting thing about The Tick is that Ben Edlund yeah. who initially created the character like in college I think uh, has been a part of every edition of it in some way or the other like in uh, the current the Amazon Prime version he is like front and center I think he's mm. pretty much driving the whole thing so I think he's ensured that every time it's done again it's tweaked slightly to it is, fit yeah. the time so yeah. i think the other thing that we everyone misses including me and you know whoever gets in touch with this franchise at all is the tick is not the point of this yeah it has always been arthur who is the protagonist and the tick is just there like he's just it's called the tick yes He's there, but, yes. But Arthur now has but a more Arthur story. No, it's always been Arthur's story. It's been Arthur, but yeah. it's, it's, a, it's the fact that Arthur is someone who he plays off of. Exactly. Like he just has this character. Exactly. And but then this time they gave Arthur a backstory with his father. Whereas and previously it was uh, Arthur's there. He wants to do something, and the Tick wants to do something completely different, <laughs> yeah. and he ends up having to do that. Yeah. And then somehow roundabout it comes back to Arthur, and then you know he resolves his issue or problem, or he or he doesn't. Like he's always uh, Arthur's always been like the I mean essentially an audience surrogate character in a way it's like he's the more relatable guy he's a more the straight in, man yeah, he's as, a straight they, man. as they say but that's the beauty of this relationship as well because he's not an archetypical straight yeah. man he has all these issues he's a complete pushover he barely voices himself in any of these things because he's just beaten out by this bombastic huge character <laughs> taking up all the Quite room literally. And yeah he really does and he really pushes him around and it's funny it's so damn funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, we're going to go into the 2017 edition of The Tick. And uh, we'll talk about the characters, what we think of uh, how it fits into today's superhero landscape, and a lot more. We're taking a break now, old chums. Welcome back to the Geek Fruit Podcast. We are talking about The Tick. So let's get straight into the 2017 edition. Uh, Josh, you came in clean, not knowing anything. Yeah. And we've gotten a hint that you didn't super enjoy the show. No. Explain yourself. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so I did find like, uh, I did enjoy some of the characters because they were f- uh, uh, like some of the moments with Overkill and Miss Lint and all that. There were there some really good moments. Or with the sister and um, her having to do the mob sort of yeah. um, medical stuff. But Arthur's character... I just did not like... Like, for the first three episodes, I felt like I was kind of getting into it. But then the last three episodes, I felt like I just... I just... Every time he had screen time, I felt annoyed. Like, I just didn't really? want... Yeah. I completely agree with Josh. Huh. I just... Completely agree with Josh, yeah. I, By the way, let me just give uh, the listeners some background about the plot first. Um, in this edition of The Tick, we begin with Arthur, who is traditionally the Tick sidekick. But uh, for the entire first episode, we're pretty much in Arthur's uh, world in his point of view and he's a guy who's got some like neuroses he's a little like paranoid he's a little like 
possibly slightly schizophrenic we never really know yeah that <laughs> the entire first episode it it seems possible that the tick is just a figment of arthur's imagination yeah. which they very consciously played up so arthur essentially saw his dad get killed by a superhero uh, super, super villain, super villain yeah. called the terror yeah. and when his, he, and the heroes <laughs> that he admired with them oh yeah, yeah they, the they get killed first they get yeah, killed they first yeah. Yeah. so yeah, yeah. in a brilliant well, second, sequence yeah. like in a brilliant flashback his dad dies when he literally steps across the street and to buy ice cream was it to buy ice cream i think i take something going to buy something yeah <laughs> an entire ship full of superheroes just like lands <laughs> on him and flattens him and then the terror lands like just after them and goes like well <laughs> Uh, no and then he starts killing the superheroes kind of slowly yeah. and menacingly and then he sees Arthur across the street takes the time to cross the street sit down with him and and just and just mess with him yeah eats like, ice cream literally <laughs> mess with him he's like you're not going to eat that i'm going to eat that it's melting you suck and shit like that he just shit talks the kid i just, eat your ice cream yeah <laughs> yeah just ruin make sure he ruins he knows what he's doing yeah. he's making sure he ruins this kid's life and played beautifully by jackie earl haley yeah, yeah. who he, he killed him yeah. he killed him mentally <laughs> it was kind of hilarious and kind of dark and kind of funny in a very like funny not funny haha funny as in life's funny yeah the skill yeah. scar for life so very funny. disgusting kind of funny but that's just how it is and uh, so y- understandably y- because of yeah. that like arthur's a pretty messed up dude when we meet he him he is a really messed up dude and 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 that's the other beauty of it because everyone has told him he's messed up he's a liability he's a weirdo and he has to stick to doing a regular job and being normal and his sister's constantly on his case about it and uh, he's like yeah yeah i'm fine i'm totally great i'm going to do great at my work and going to get a promotion i don't know something's going on mm. and uh, it all just happens it all comes to him like one night where he's like oh okay this uh, this stakeout is going on yeah. like this sort of transaction or docks is shady it's going on i got to go check it out yeah, because he's all, he's yeah. been hunting the terror all his life all the, along the world at large thinks the terror is dead Because yeah. Superion killed him. Yeah, Superion yeah. is another superhero that exists in the same universe. Yeah, yeah. that's We're another ambassador. That's, a, a, that's a, like a Z plot at yeah. this yeah. point, yeah. which doesn't get addressed at all. Which it'll is probably, a shame and a waste. It'll come back. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I think mean, it'll come back. I'm glad it will, but yeah. like it would have been. It would. It could have easily been the funniest thing that happened. Yeah, him and that big fat nude guy, whatever, like really big nude guy character. Tinfoil Kevin. No, no, no. The, you don't remember the news thing where there's huge like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. dude is walking yeah. around. Yeah. That's the set plot of the movie. Yeah, that's why it's a set plot because it how can you miss a 350 like foot tall? Yeah, I don't know. I'm making yeah. taller every like 5 minutes. I know, but I don't know how tall he is. He's okay. pretty big. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. huge. And and this superhero is like zipping around him trying to tell him to stop walking. and we don't know what it's about and anyway like swatting him like a fly yeah but we go back to Arthur who's yeah. convinced that there's a conspiracy and everyone has told him he's crazy and he's trying to project being normal but he's doing this thing which really looks like crazy person behavior hmm. and obviously this this really must play on somebody who's trying to keep this a secret that i'm not crazy even though i'm doing this completely crazy thing 99 times out of 100 he would be wrong and this would be a complete conspiracy theory that is getting him nowhere so clearly he's like on the edge all the time and this show loves to push him off the edge but push him back onto it yeah like he's pushing he's falling falling oh there's a hand that comes and pulls him right back on puts him right there on the ledge though no one's taking him off it and what i mean by that is the tick just shows up 
completely unannounced. There's no explanation. Nothing. No he's just, nothing. He's literally like scouting. Uh, Arthur's literally staking out this like super villain transaction type thing with machines and weapons or whatever happening. And he's like, okay, this has confirmed everything. I'm going home to be like a totally normal dude. And then the tick shows up and goes, yeah, let's go, chum. Let's destroy them or something. <laughs> And Arthur's like, no, no, we we want them to go so we can find out where the terror is, you know, so we can find him. And the tick's like, yeah, we'll do that also. And then just runs off and starts this whole thing. And that's literally our introduction to the yeah. show. Yeah. That like two and a half minute scene is the show, effectively. Like the Arthur wants to do one thing, the tick wants to do another thing. It really sh- doesn't work out in the end. But here we are, <laughs> you know. Yeah, for the rest of the six episodes, it's it's essentially... Arthur trying his hardest to resist falling into the world of superheroes and the tick basically just going like this is our destiny this is what yeah. we're supposed yeah. to do and we're the best for it and yeah. we're the yeah. best for it like yeah. this is meant to be so and the destiny thing also like a parody of the superhero lines where they're like exactly. well, I was born for this if I have this power what should I do with it and they keep on playing that over the top because then you're like yeah. let's just get done with this like. but talking yeah. of all these Z plots it brings me to the the tone that the show takes is very different from what you'd expect going in because the funniest stuff is around the fringes and the actual the tonality of the show is pretty dark like mm. it's funny but not in a haha I mean, way more in like a huh that was funny kind of way kind of like kick ass I feel yeah. I think this is also because of how Amazon pilots in particular are produced unlike Netflix everything's not commissioned in one shot they have yeah. a, pil- a literal pilot season like yeah. most TV shows so the first episode of the tick came out like a good year before I think the series was finally completed like the first six episodes came yeah, out yeah. so they needed like a hook because the people mm. literally vote on what shows they want to see go to series. So they end it on this like ambiguous note. Whereas the next five episodes mm. essentially like just take off one after the other. You can yeah. binge them in one shot. Whereas this there's a clear like full stop and like a what will happen next yeah, yeah. on the tick kind of situation. Yeah. So um, what did you guys think of the characters? Particularly let's talk about uh, the non-Arthur and Tick characters. Yeah, we could get back to Miss those. Miss Lynch like, yeah. my favourite of all. She yeah, has, she has a such, a, such a crazy actually. vibe to yeah. herself yeah. And, uh, and like she's living with a crazy jog guy who's her husband, who's her ex-husband yeah. and is staying with her and she's like committed to terror and she's also like waiting for him to come back sort of because she was her, his right hand. Yeah. But the best part about her was like when uh, she goes to Arthur's house yeah. and he opens a vacuum cleaner bag and throws it on top oh, of her. Oh yeah. That was awesome. That was yeah. Because this is so much Lint in one bag. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, why me? <laughs> yeah. so, some very funny gags which don't yeah. even like spelled out. This is like yeah. happens and you have to be uh, on board with the idea. Yeah, but Otherwise that's definitely the the. I think that's the strongest point for the series is those jokes. Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. the big it's man. It's very that, funny. Yeah, it's though, very funny. It's just a, but the character arcs like like you said, this yeah. woman. It just becomes aimless at the end. Yeah. The Tick's character arc kind of goes no overkill is just in the same thing throughout the series. Yeah. They're all they're all kind of waiting for something to happen. I kind of feel like the entire like six episode <laughs> arc that we've seen so far essentially just like moved a bunch of pieces into position and we'll actually see the start of it now, which is fine. Mm. But six episodes is also like a long time to do it that is. in. Yeah. This, this, this is smacks very much seen, of Netflix Marvel. Yeah. Which is not what you need it's to do, too Amazon. Much. It's you're your own guy. 
they, but like, actually like this should have been like a single pilot if you ask me maybe. the entire like at least what the characters arc plays out as yeah that's what, what did two and a half hour runtime at best yes. on a good day like yeah. you can count that as two and a half I hours I agree give us a one hour episode of this entire arc and then we can move and on then, like, that. and it. even even that suit that suit was the most like irritating thing like every yeah. time he had to wear it was Arthur's, it, no? yeah, it was yeah. frustrating suit. It, it was really frustrating he tried to make it like very Iron Man-ish Russian yeah. language coded it was just like yeah it was just boring it was dumb and and the and the CGI in the flying scenes is pretty bad. <laughs> I was noticing it. I watched that episode again. A lot of effects were rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like some of it is good. Yeah, especially the the warring between Miss Lint and the take. Yeah, her stuff was great. Yeah. Her electricity stuff was great. Or oh, how how everyone like blows up basically when they die is great. Yeah. Like uh, they do that stuff well. And and if you see the cartoons, like take jumps around a lot. Like you see does, a lot yeah. of shots of him basically on the rooftops. But here it happens only once, where he's like basically he's in Arthur's office and he's like, okay, I'm gonna go, and then he just jumps off the things. Yeah, but also, I mean, this is a, like a big spoiler. The ending with the bus. Yeah, that was so anticlimactic. Yeah, I yeah, mean, was dumb. I was just waiting for it to finish once yeah. the sequence started. It was just like it felt I, like at that point it it kind of like just accidentally went into traditional superhero territory. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't know it also. Yeah. it's not like they planned it. They didn't know that they did this. The writers I'm talking about. Yeah, here. they prob it. It feels like that. It's like wait. Y'all are doing this also now. The issue is you like know? when you set up the entire show as this like very self-aware parody, yeah. Yeah. and then you do the thing you're parodying with no like no layer of irony or like a meta winking to camera at the least. It kind of feels like a bit real. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, that's the, a heavy they would word. Have been, like, but, if they, if yeah. they had to like hold the bus from the bridge hanging towards the the river, and then they just lose the bumper and then, then just when the bus goes <laughs> yeah. down, that would have been hilarious because that's subversion of it. Then yeah. they still yeah. go and Fair save enough. them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But but been... at least do something like with the with the trope like because the audience. Audience boos them for five yeah. minutes. Then they it's like, like Superman stopping an airplane middle of the ground and stuff like that. This yeah, is pretty much. Yeah, it went into Superman yeah. territory. Yeah. 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 Whereas it should have been in the opposite. Cool. Let's take another break. We will get back and talk about what we enjoyed and did not enjoy. The ticks and crosses, if you will, nice. <laughs> for the show. Nice. And uh, since it's coming back pretty soon, uh, what we expect to see and what we hope to see, because there's definitely some good stuff here. On the other side of this break. Welcome back to the Geek Fruit Podcast. We are talking the ticks. So let's do a round the table situation and talk about what we enjoyed about the show first before we get into what we didn't. So what were some tick marks for y'all? Points for that. Um, um, definitely, uh, like we said before, some of the gags, Miss Lint, that kind of stuff. Visually, also the uh, the way, it, like that, it had that kind of kick-ass feel to it. I yeah. guess that mm-hmm. was, it was a little bit grimy. Yeah, in this sunshiny characters' world, it's a bit grimy, which yeah. is kind of cool. And yeah. of course, like Peter Safanovich as the tick was pretty good. Oh, he was really. He good. was re- like yeah. I would look whenever he Actually, came. Actually, this is the time, thing. He was good. All the actors were good. Hmm. It's just that they were not written that well. Yeah. yeah. If you really think about it, like the guy who plays Arthur was good I believed everything he said it's just that when I found out that it wasn't worth it the payoff was not worth it I got angry at him Hmm. when I didn't need to I should have just got angry at the show because you're like dude I believed you had like you had some like psychological issue and you were schizophrenically the tick and that was a whole new dark angle this was going to but no you're just a dumbass Hmm. and I believe that and that's kind of dumb and just generally also his constant neuroses and not going anywhere just made no sense because it's again like you said it was a two and a half hour 
story Five, that could have been in one and a half hour story because there were like half an hour of them talking to each other hmm. very again very marvel netflix okay hmm. anytime the tick was not talking to somebody it was almost a complete waste of time hmm. yeah like you could have deleted most of that you could have just skipped past it and it wouldn't have made a difference make a nice tight pilot edit yeah exactly because what? the first three episodes i thought were good as in yeah, i was yeah, getting yeah. into it i was getting it, into it too yeah it, for yeah, sure and then it kind of fell apart other stuff that's great uh the way they they set up the backstories was really fun mm-hmm. uh the the world itself the terror the superheroes in question this hyperion what's it superion superion, superion yeah. this big nude dude like there's so much overkill mm-hmm. this overkill his yeah. boat his like boat. all that stuff is going to be so funny and i'm waiting for it because i would watch it because of the potential is there mm-hmm. it's yeah. just that now the ceiling that I had set on the potential was a little high and i'm going to bring the expectations down a little bit i but think that's again thing. like overkill and the interaction between his boat danger bolt yeah. Yeah. which is voiced by alan tudyk of all people yeah. who's now the go to robot voice he's like, the go to robot yeah. so good and the interactions were pretty funny and even yeah. when when tick and arthur go to chill with them in the boat he's yeah. trying to explain who he is and what he is and why he's hanging out with overkill the whole sequence is pretty funny those are the funniest parts actually yeah. 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 and he's yeah. like yeah. overkill did he talk about me and miss lynn is like overkill's overkill goes yeah miss lynn what's what's she saying about Me. Oh yeah, that, that thing. Yeah, yeah. That was also and funny. Danger Boat have this like weird uh, couple dynamic going exactly. on. And all also, of these things yeah. don't they don't uh, spend time prodding on all of these. Like, you yeah. know, why are they talking about each other like this? It's just passing sentences. It's not underlined yeah. as yeah. like, hey, look at this joke. It just kind of happens. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you I have think to be because because Ben Edlund is obviously. directly involved in this i think he has a bigger plan for these characters in the, in guess, the future yeah. because yeah. we also saw a lot of flashbacks this season so we we'll yeah. obviously get more flashbacks in the same with the sisters the sisters is like a problem yeah she's you just know, like she's, she's just a problem and you're like hmm. and you when you see her not with she's her brother ability, yeah. when you see her not with her brother not with a tick she's quite badass like you think well, why is this chick a problem like she's yeah. a ba- battlefield medic basically you know she's cool So why is she constantly getting in everyone's way? But, but she's, she's just not coming in for like one I key feature is that like she's helping all yeah. these guys, yeah. uh, terrorist army, basically trying to help them get cured. Yeah, and Tick is the one beating them up. Yeah, but, without but, realizing it. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually more of the audience perspective because everything she asks for of Arthur is perfectly and reasonable. Yeah, yeah, that's what a normal human being would do. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, hey. Put the flying suit down and go back to work, mm. which is or expected. stop flying in the air in this suit that you don't know how to pilot because you're going to crash and die. Exactly, yeah. you know. Very fair points. Yeah, and it's yeah. in it's in some foreign language. You can't even read the instructions. Yeah, but you know? the fact that he has to control it with his eyeballs was too funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that was he's just trying to like. <laughs> that was the entire uh, sequence that I episode forgot. that begins with him <laughs> up in the air going like, "How do I run this thing?" and then trying to call so uh, his sister and the yeah, dick who are hanging at a party. Is uh, is one of the funnier sequences we have before she, it goes into that traditional. She's talking thing. him down, and he's like, "No, fly faster, <laughs> grab destiny, <laughs> doing good, Arthur." He's <laughs> yeah. like applauding him, and he <laughs> also it's okay. It's also the tick interacting with the other smaller, like incidental side characters in the world, hmm. like the shopkeeper. Tin foil Kevin, shopkeeper's mother who makes food that he can never pronounce. Yeah. Like all this stuff, all the hench, the Ramsey's henchmen, like Ramsey's himself. Whatever the tick touches turns to gold, basically, because all these characters are quite funny. They all have little, little like characteristics which you can yeah. always, you know, 
they they're funny by themselves and then when he interacts with them it's funnier yeah, because mm-hmm. tinfoil kevin is just a character hanging on in the streets and then next thing you know he's actually in his house taking a bath <laughs> and yeah. and that guy is uh, from home alone like he's he's uh, kevin mccallister's <laughs> yes this i didn't know yeah, he's his, he's the older brother that's yeah, so yeah. funny and his name is now kevin in this it's Amazing. his real name is devin it's well done yeah. and done his everybody. real name is devin oh yeah. my god <laughs> he's life. living in a infinite loop in life yeah. Yeah. i feel like he's living in some version of the tick universe yeah. Yeah. Where he's wearing a tin foil. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love how the tick just talks about himself because he has no idea, right? It's mm. revealed kind of late-ish in the show that he has no memory mm. yeah. of whatever's going on. He has yeah. like a five-day memory of life. He's a blank plate, basically. Yeah, and one of the best ways I've heard Powers uh, described ever is when Tick goes, "I'm about as strong as a overcrowded bus stop full of men." <laughs> and I'm like that's amazing but what else can you do we have no idea apparently he can't feel any pain which is one of the older tech powers the antennae are a weak point he's yeah. clearly as strong as a bus stop full of men yes but what else can he do can he jump can he do something we don't know we actually don't know yet we don't know which brings us to uh, what we can expect from the show going forward because clearly there are issues not all of us are completely happy with it hmm. but uh, it can go in some very interesting directions it so can, there's a lot yeah. of questions up in the air at this point uh, the tick is essentially jason born with uh, superpowers but i'm pretty sure that with he more has superpowers he yeah. probably has some history with terror or somewhere like he was probably a Definitely. superhuman enhanced uh, form of like some kind of manifestation and they used him to do something bad and he lost his memory and now he's doing good because and now he just, just like, like oh i have all these powers probably it, it, go back there it's not Jason Bourne or Lucy or any of those like alias type shows it's the opposite is this goofy teddy bear has awoken with deadly skills effectively yeah. you know yeah. and he he knows he can do whatever he wants with it but he doesn't want to and he doesn't care he just wants to beat evil it's the bone inverse which Boy. could be like movie number 8 for all you eight know 8 or 9 but like like <laughs> this costume will be in the end yeah. as much as a robot flying costume for arthur was terrible mm. the actual tick costume was pretty ergonomic if i would say yeah it was yeah. good because was, uh, patrick yeah. warburton's costume yeah. didn't let him move again the same problem with batman costume also helped all yeah. with yeah. like they're just basically moving the entire torso you can't turn your neck but uh, this guy could do it because there was a proper cloth hanging in yeah. the middle of his neck and it's, chest and his so two antennae funny, have a life of their own yeah that's pretty cool like it's distracting at first but then it's kind of fun yeah So, what do you guys think the focus of the tick should be? Like, where do you think it should? I go? have the answer to this. It should all hinge on the terror. Everything should be like directed around that because it will be funny. It will raise the stakes. This show has no stakes. Hmm. I mean, the whole point was to find the terror. Now let's just attack him, please. Let's not beat around the bush anymore. Let's not have conversations about Arthur and his life and his mother and everything else. Let's literally. have him attack some bunch of things and let like overkill the tick arthur maybe his sister all just get together and kick the shit out this does seem like the direction we are heading in though essentially yeah. we've taken like six episodes to set up to like this i, I really, hope so too. yeah yeah navin what are you hoping to see I just hope like it continues in the same vein. I mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't take itself too seriously, like the bus scene, as I said, and and the flying scene. Some of those small things can be uh, taken care of. And essentially, uh, as I was reading about the show as well, they had the whole uh, 
agenda to not only make it slapstick and weird and parodyish, but also to keep some kind of conflict in there. Hmm. So I'm glad that they have a conflict. I like Arthur's backstory and how it's heading forward. I'm very glad to see Terra's uh, storyline now, how it goes, and Miss Lind and him interacting obviously will be more uh, funny in the future because Jackie Hollyley is amazing. I just like yeah. I think he's one of the most underrated actors of all time of 21st century. In fact, like he should be given more uh, credit where it's due. So it's definitely building up to something good. Uh, it's a great franchise to. Because everything right now is in the franchise world, but yeah. here's something that we have that we have not seen so well, you know, done better mm. in in the past. So let's hope that it becomes something much more memorable. Josh, what are you hoping for from the tick? Um, yeah, just to see what kind of conflicts they bring up between the terror and the yeah. tick, and also if if Superion makes a appearance as we were discussing before. Yeah, that's a good plan. Yeah, see that'd how be they a great might plan, yeah. how they might incorporate some of these little. Uh, you know subplots that don't seem to be going anywhere at the moment but yeah so essentially like i think what we're all hoping for is for the storyline basically to become a little more tight yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially cuz the ingredients are there it's funny it's dark in the right places it's, it's randomly got, gory it's randomly gory yeah. it's all the best things it's just that they don't quite fit together yet and we're yeah. all hoping it falls into place yeah. let me posit a alternate theory though i kind of wonder if maybe they should just go the early tick route and make this like a funny laugh out loud show cuz my favorite parts of the show were the gags were like the odd like uh, yeah, the sure. danger boat dynamic or like the bit where he's trying to uh, talk the Arthur's trying to talk to the tick and his sister on the ground and uh, bits like that or the part where it's revealed that the tick has essentially like no memory hmm. where Arthur goes like so you'll you'll go home and the tick goes like uh, yeah, I'll jump. And yeah. then he realized he has no yeah. idea what to do with yes. himself. I feel bad for him at that point when he goes, You don't have a home, do you? Yeah. And his face just goes, I don't. His yeah. <laughs> antenna actually went yeah. downwards. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cute. It was a good movie. I love those parts. So I wonder if it could just be like a sitcom with a little pathos rather than this, like, I, I feel like it's trying a little too much. The world which domination is, thing can true. be yeah. Yeah. It, it is trying a little too much, but. We're here now, in a way. Like, for example, I'll, I'll tell you. I don't think you can take this back. So basically, uh, Sharanya suggested this show called uh, Norsemen, mm-hmm. which is basically Vikings, and it's just like a sitcom based on Vikings' lives. Like <laughs> they having trivial issues. Like you know, they have this leader who's not so much into raping and pillaging, but more into like art and poetry. So when he sees blood, he kind of faints <laughs> and stuff like that. So if we just did more of that, like, you know, a yeah. superhero universe. For example, if uh, Terror and Miss Lint are running the whole uh, evil empire, but they're having all these smaller problems, like yeah. her with her husband and him with like leadership. in general that'll be so much funny to watch exactly. and as you said like yeah. as it said you know we, we should have more terror in this because then he he's, adds a new dimension awesome. yeah. altogether i feel like this is because ben edlin wants to try something new so he's going in this direction i'm with him entirely like but, i'm like sure but i also art. think like man just be funny which is like <laughs> yeah. they and they are, have it they have the humor down yeah. be even like funny when they want to be funny they're really funny like yeah. i i haven't i genuinely haven't seen stuff the much funnier than this in the last year Correct. yeah So, but Norseman is funnier. I was like, I haven't seen it. Recommend that, please watch it if you can. We will check out out Norseman. What I'd actually like to close on is, I really think they should bring the world's most comfortable chair back. (laughs) (laughs) Easily the most diabolical. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. So that's what we're hoping for from the tick. Uh, Did you guys watch the tick? Are you going to watch it again? What are you hoping for? Tell us all of these things. You can talk to us individually on our various. Internet handles, Josh. Where can people talk to you? Um, nowhere at the moment. I have an email address. <laughs> They can listen to you on IVM Likes. Oh yeah, you can do that. Yeah, do check me out that. on check me out uh, on IVM Likes with uh, Naveen and Abbas and Sharanya, where we recommend books, podcasts, music, everything pop culture. 
Yes, and uh, you can find me at no underscore Rona. I'm doing comedy around town. Check me out sometime, and my comedy as well. And your comedy as well. <laughs> Siddhant, where can people talk to you? Uh, you can talk to me on Twitter, Siddhant underscore Meta. You can uh, write at to us at Geek Fruit. Yes. You can write for Geek Fruit if you want. I edit, sure. I edit the little blog that we run. Yeah. So talk to us on uh, contactgeekfruit at gmail dot com. Email us your pitches. We will say yes, most likely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, debate various things with us. We are on all the social medias at Geekfruit HQ. And uh, that's about it for this week. We will catch you next week. Until then, I'm going to ask Josh to take us out on another goodbye, old chum. Goodbye, old chums. Till the next time. See ya, you nerds. Bye bye.